My name is Dr. Jeffrey Burke. I'm a naturopath and a master herbalist and the host of the Staying Healthy radio show. My show airs Monday through Friday from 8 to 9 a.m. I bring you the best guests in the industry and the topics that are relevant for today's health. The shows stream live at 8 a.m. And for those of you that cannot listen live, my shows are now podcast daily for on-demand downloads at my webpage, drjeffreyburke.com. The show is sponsored by Stay Healthy Health Food Store, Las Vegas' oldest independent health food retailer, now in their fourth decade in the Las Vegas Valley. They're located at 840 South Rancho Drive in the Smith Shopping Center. Go in and see what a local retailer can do for you. Great selection, the most knowledgeable staff, the highest quality products, and amazing prices. The hours of the store are Monday through Friday 9 to 7, Saturdays 9 to 6, and closed on Sunday. I'm looking forward to talking with all of you soon. Stay healthy. Hello and welcome back to the Staying Healthy Radio Show. I thank you all for taking the time out of your day to stop by and tune in and hopefully walk away with some usable information. Maybe a tip, maybe an idea, maybe something you've been wondering about, maybe getting an answer to a question you've had for a while. I bring you the best guest in the industry and we always talk about the relevant topics for today's world. The important things, the things that are pressing, the things we hear about, the things we read about, the things we see, and maybe the things we've been wondering about for a long time. If it relates to our good health and well-being, we want to talk about it here. And we want to talk about today's take on what's going on. Although it's wonderful to talk about the history of health and nutrition, because we are where we are today because of that history, I think most of us want to talk about what's applicable today to our, our individual situations. You know, what can I do today that's going to make a difference? Yes, I've done all those things. You know, hindsight is really 2020. I've changed all those bad habits, and I know where I'm coming from, but what's available? You know, what's on the board? What are some of the things that I could be doing? Those are the things we want to talk about. Monday through Friday, 8 to 9 in the morning. Of course, I send you to Stay Healthy Health Food Store because it just makes good sense. You know, over the years, Stay Healthy has created a very trusting group of amazing patrons and people that go to their store because of what they do. They're a full-service store. They're Las Vegas's oldest independent health food retailer in their fourth decade in the Valley. And because they're on top of their game and they're learning and they're getting education and they're, you know, staying abreast of the situation, always up to date on what's going on and relevant, it makes it easier for us and for everyone that goes to the store to get the information they need. It is a fully packed store, a full service environment. So you're going to get the best of the best in every category with the most knowledgeable staff, the best customer service, and that feel good peace of mind feeling that this time, you're going to be successful. You know, it's awesome to be able to celebrate our accomplishments and, you know, and our awards and our accolades and all the things that we've done in our life. And they're all really important and well-deserved to feel good about all the things you've done. But if you leave your health and well-being on the back burner, you're going to end up having a problem. Because what's going to happen is all those things that we focused on don't mean anything when you're trying to regain your health and well-being. So... Give yourself a little bit more attention. Put yourself in the front seat. Treat yourself a little bit kinder because it's great to be that go-to person for everyone else, but don't burn yourself out not leaving anything for you. 
Head over to the store. Stay healthy at 840 South Rancho Drive in the Rancho Town and Country Center on the northwest corner of Rancho and Charleston, right next to Smith's. The hours of the store, Monday through Saturday, 9 to 5. They're closed on Sunday. Remember, upcoming for uh, the holiday, they'll be closed on Monday. Regular hours again on Tuesday, but they are there today and tomorrow. Uh, Closed on Sunday, closed on Monday this week, and they are wishing everyone a happy holiday weekend. You know, so Friday today, open. Saturday, open. And uh, closed on Sunday, Monday. Just want to remind everyone. They do have some great services available, so call them at 877-2494-877-2494. You can schedule mail order services, curbside service. Even get your order prepared, and they'll swoop in and have it all ready for you by the time you get there. So just some great things to make sure that you have the best of the best service. And that's what they do every day. Their webpage, stayhealthylasvegas.com. Print a coupon to use in the store. Enter your email address for newsletters. Listen to any of the radio show broadcasts, all of them available on demand. Well, today we're going to be talking about products from Europharma. Of course, one of my favorite guests uh, here today, Cheryl Myers. If you haven't had the incredible pleasure of hearing uh, her speak in the past. It's uh, really you timed your timing today wonderfully. Um, Let me give you a little background. Cheryl is the Chief of Scientific Affairs for Europharma. Um, Europharma is an amazing company and their products are awesome. Of course, you've heard us talk about them before and um, many, many, many times. So they're an awesome line of products. So right from the get-go, she's representing products that have really proven themselves in the industry. Cheryl is a healthcare professional with certifications in cancer, pain control, and the issues of aging. She is an expert in dietary supplements and natural medicines who has been featured guest on hundreds of radio and television shows. She's been interviewed by the New York Times, Prevention Magazine, the Wall Street Journal. Cheryl is a member of the editorial board of the Natural Medicine Journal, and her own published research has included topics on things like menopause and diabetes and sleep disorders and gastrointestinal function. As an expert educator in natural medicine, Cheryl has been invited to give educational presentations at the Mayo Clinic in Rochester, Minnesota, the Jefferson Myrna Brind Center of Integrative Medicine at Thomas Jefferson University Hospital in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, and other healthcare organizations across America. Sit back. You're going to enjoy this. Help me welcome my guest, Cheryl Myers. Hello. Hello. It's always nice to be able to visit, and I can't wait to visit in person. I know. I'm telling you. I I, I got to tell you, it's been... Uh, it's been kind of crazy. I've been traveling for about two months now, and um, so I've been back out there. And boy, I got to tell you, boy, did, I never thought that I would ever say how much I miss people, but I miss people. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you. Why don't you torture me and tell me what your weather is like today? Our weather today is going to be uh, 97, 98, um, and then the next three days in the mid-90s, and then after that, triple digits all the way through. Oh, my. I don't know which is worse because I'm in sunny Green Bay, Wisconsin, and we're hitting the, uh, we're having unusually cold and wet weather. It's going to hit 49 today mm. as a high. Mm, nope. <laughs> I think I'd prefer 92. Yeah, I think me too. I, would. I did Colorado. Yeah. I went to Colorado a couple weeks ago, and uh, I hit like six, seven cities in four days. I drove like 1,800 miles, and um, it was uh, cold. Uh, we finally hit one city where it was like 68 degrees and it was like people were out in shorts and tank tops and, <laughs> and I'm thinking, no, this is still a little nippy for me. Uh, yeah. but, um, you know, the world's, 
we're coming back. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So let me ask you a question um, real quick. I mean, just so people that are tuning in for the first time, there's amazing companies in our industry, as you know, and, you know, there's a lot of them that do a lot of great research and they have great products. I mean, I take products from a lot of companies. Uh, I take a lot of products from from uh, Eurofarm and Terry's naturally as well, you know, because they're good and I like them. What would you say is the most attractive things that keeps you at this company? Well, I think because I wish I could tell you I was so brilliant and so um, logistical and so strategic that I researched every company in the world and picked the one that was the best fit for my personality and for my own personal goals. But I did not. I lucked into it. I happened to be in Green Bay, Wisconsin, and Terry Limeron happened to be in Green Bay, Wisconsin. And he started this company many, many years ago called Enzymatic Therapy. Some folks might remember it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I started to work with him there because I became interested in natural medicine. I started out in mainstream health care, but I became interested in natural medicine after working in hospice care, which is uh, end-of-life care. And this was many years ago. Um, most of my patients were cancer patients. I had quite a few AIDS patients at end-of-life and some uh, end-stage heart disease. And these folks were trying everything specialty diets. Do you remember the macrobiotic of diet course. when that was big? And uh, different touch therapies, creative visualizations, dietary supplements, medical devices. They were all looking for either a cure or an ability to extend their life or a better control of their symptoms. And I wish I could say I saw the, you know, the, the, the absolute miracle pill. I did not. But I did see some people do much better than what was expected. I had one patient, a retired minister, uh, who had uh, metastatic cancer, who was expected to live two or three months uh, when he was admitted to the program that went on to live two and a half years. And I credit a lot of that to his, you know, he really made some huge changes to his diet. Uh, He engaged in prayer daily uh, in order to try to keep his anxiety levels down. He made sure he did something. He told me he did something creative every single day. Uh, then that was what kept him going. So, so I had these wonderful experiences and learned many lessons from people who uh, were were facing the end of their lives, and and it, be, it made me interested in natural medicines. But you know, when I went to school, I went to Purdue, which is an awesome university. But boy, are they rigid! And when I graduated, it was you know the highway or no way. You just stayed on the mainstream, or it was all voodoo. And um, But, yeah, I started to open up my mind and think, you know, there's a lot more uh, that we can do to help people achieve their health goals. All the answers are not in mainstream medicine. Some mm-hmm. of them are. If I get run over by a pickup truck, I always tell people, please do not take me to an aromatherapist. Uh, take me to a trauma center. You know, mainstream medicine does trauma really, really well. But there's so many places, there's so many things they don't do well, and there's so many ways that we can help people and get them healthier, uh, both with prevention and with recovery and with treatment. There's, and I think that the best outcomes occur with what I like to call integrative medicine. I don't think it's alternative medicine because you don't have to choose one or the other. I don't think it's complementary as if mainstream is the real deal and we just complement it along the way. I think true integration is the way that the country is going, the way that research is going, and the, and the type of medicine that yields the best outcomes because you intelligently weave together 
all kinds of interventions that have scientific validation. And so that's one of the things that's coming full circle in a very lengthy way. One of the things I loved about when I first became introduced to this world and started to work with Terry for the first time uh, is that it was all based on science. There was no uh, cult of personality. You take this because this, this famous person tells you to take it or they take it themselves and look how healthy they are. There was no shenanigans. There was no smoke and mirrors on the labels. There was a lot of money and time dedicated to research to find out what happens when people use these products and when they have actual physical problems and what can people expect. And the, the, the attention to quality was just superb. So when Terry... Uh, started this company, Europharma, which is the parent company of the Terry Naturally brand uh, of dietary supplements. Um, you know, he about a year later, he asked me if I would come over, and and I, I said, absolutely, you bet. Uh, here's my hat, and I'm on my way. But and I think that that's a true testament to Terry because I had worked with him before. I had been at a previous job for 11 years. And I knew what, you know, I knew what he was like to work with and chose to work with him again. And I can't say I would do that for every single boss I've ever had in the past. True. <laughs> but, Very but true. With him, <clears throat> but with him, absolutely, I was eager to come over. And same dedication to quality. Uh, we have just, ex- we've won awards for our quality practices here. And that's what's important to me. Because when you use a dietary supplement, you're not buying a pair of shoes. You're not getting a pretty bangle bracelet or a pair of earrings or, you know, you're buying something that you put into your body that becomes a part of your body. And you need to be really careful and discerning about what you choose, how you choose it, and how you use it in order to get the the benefits that you expect. That's very, very true. And, you know, and that is a good attestment to Terry. And I've worked with him off and on many times over the years. And his credibility has always been there. And that's always been a constant. So that that's a really good thing. And, you know, we have a lot of people to work with in this industry. And we have some people that are just amazing to work with. And they've been like that their entire career. Mm-hmm. So that's, know, that's yeah, absolutely, you know, that's all good stuff. So today we're going to be talking about, I guess we should put it under the category of stress. Maybe um, this last year, of course, has been pretty hard. And I know a lot of people are looking for things that are going to give them uh, a little bit of a better edge. I know we're going to be talking about andrographis and ashwagandha and then a combination of them. Um, This has probably been a pretty good category for you guys. Um, Absolutely. You know, there are different kinds of stress. Um, You know, honestly, when we think of stress, we always think like nervousness, like I'm really nervous or anxious about something. Um, the truth of the matter is that stress is anything that puts pressure on you, anything that puts pressure on your body and causes your adrenal glands to fire uh, that is perceived as a stress. So it could be that you are locked out of the house in cold weather. Um, you know, that is a stressor. That is a physical stressor. Well, it's a mental stressor, too, but that is actual physical stress being put on your body. There's also stress uh, when you have, let's say you have a viral illness. God knows we've been had that enough in the the news lately, right? Of course. And, and and that puts a stress on your body that your body has to respond to that stress. And so people, when they, as I said, they think of stress as something like, well, I'm really nervous about this, that, or the other thing. And yes, that is a type of stress, but stress can be a physical issue as well. And so when you look at the effects of stress over time, that's why we see such dreadful impact on long-term health of people who have 
uh, not just a lot of stress in their lives, because we all know someone, don't we, that are total type A personalities that go from sunrise to sundown and then some, that they're just on all the time. They eat stress for breakfast, and they're healthy and they're vibrant, and, you know, they're going great. Well, it's not, and then you, we know other people that if they have a flat tire, their week is ruined, you know, because it's so stressful. Um, or if they, you know, it, there, there's just all, all different kinds of types of stress, types of people, but the difference between those individuals usually has to do with the ability of their body to respond to that stress. You know, are they overproducing stress hormones in response to a stressor? Or is their body unable to be resilient enough to respond physiologically to the stress that's being placed upon them? So as I said, we've got the two extremes. We've got, as I said, people who eat stress for breakfast and live to be 99 and they're still doing the tango. And, and then we have individuals who, when they encounter what would to most people be a small stressor, is, is, is extremely difficult for them and causes a lot of distress. So when we look at the whole group of herbal compounds called adaptogens, uh, these are n- not common herbs. I mean, not every herb out there, not every botanical is, a, a, is an adaptogen. There's a small handful of them that work via mechanisms in our body to make us stronger when we're exposed to stress. So when we talk about reducing stress, we're not talking about giving you a shot of tequila and you feel all wiggly and woozy. That's, I guess, one way to reduce stress or the feeling of stress. That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about the ability to respond to stress in a very healthy manner. Whether that stress is, oh, my God, I can't stand my kids for another day going to school at the kitchen table. Uh, I, myself, my youngest son, was going to college at the kitchen table, and he's a science major. So he was trying to do advanced chemistry and anatomy and physiology, not in person. It was incredibly stressful. So there's that kind of stress, yes. And will adaptogens help? Absolutely. But I just wanted to differentiate this from products, whether they're pharmaceutical or, or supplemental, that are just like that quick, you know, like you take this and boom, you're suddenly feeling all relaxed and calm and happy. That's not what we're talking about with adaptogens. We're talking about, the, yes, you're going to get some short-run benefits, but we're talking about the long run. How does your body respond to stress? And part of that has to do with recovery. When you get sick, how much stress does that put on your body? How hard is it for your body to repair itself and to recover? So when we look at these, and I know we're going to talk about a couple of them in particular, like the andrographis and the ashwagandha, you know, so they don't always just impact do you feel calm and in control, but they also impact things like how strong are you in the face of illness? Uh, let's say you're in a terrible car accident. How, how strong can you be to recover from that? How quickly can your body repair itself? There's, there's just a beautiful and very sophisticated, orchestrated kind of activity that happens in our body in response to damage, in response to stress. It involves everything from the immune, the Im- immune system to the um, endorphin and Keflin system in our brain to the neurotransmitters in our brain that play a role in anxiety and depression to the uh, firing of our adrenal glands, I mean, to the way that our thyroid gland works. It's, it's just really brilliant, and I think that we are going to learn so much more. I, I think we've just scratched the surface about how our bodies adapt to stress. So that's why adaptogens can be such a crucial, crucial part of people's daily protocol 
um, for so many different reasons, whether they're just feeling kind of antsy and a little bit overwhelmed and not in control. Maybe you're just crying a little too easily when things come up that, you know, that you think, you know, last year this wouldn't have bothered me. That's one sign that, you know, you could use perhaps some resilience, some additional support for your resilience, or whether you're truly struggling with something serious. Maybe you've got long haul, you know, that long hauler syndrome with COVID where people just remain sick and sick and sick or have Mm -hmm. serious issues ongoing. Uh, That's part of the recovery system. So you can use it for, you can use these wonderful adaptogens, and I know we'll talk more about them individually in a moment, but that whole class of adaptogens is, is, is crucially important, and, and I think right now more important than ever. You know, you mentioned something of the people who strive on stress. I have a friend that, you know, she loves stress. Like if her boss gives her a project and he says, now when you get time, go ahead and do this, and she goes, give me a deadline. <laughs> and he's like, excuse me? She goes, I need a deadline. He says, okay, a month from now. She goes, so 30 days from now, right? And he goes, yeah, and she goes, okay, good. She thrives on deadlines and all that stuff. And, you know, and she has a twin sister, and she's one of those people that if she gets a flat tire, her month is over. Uh-huh. And they're completely com- identical but completely personality different. But um, she thrives on it. If she doesn't have stress, she needs to stress about being stressed, about the possibility of being stressed. For her, that's really motivating, and she it's she's very successful at it and really healthy, and she's a marathon runner, and she's vegan, and she's, I mean, she does everything right, but she has to have a motivating stress factor. That's not for most of us. Right. And then there's other people that are these intense thrill seekers, like bungee jumping off of bridges into gorges. <laughs> that's just something that doesn't appeal to me. Mm-mm. And, uh, you know, uh, but there are people that thrive on that rush of hormones that are released. Those adrenal hormones for them give them a bit of a high, and they really enjoy it. But these people are usually really good, what we call adapters. So they get the rush of adrenal hormones, but then they zip out again as well. They don't just hang around and make them feel that those intense feelings for long periods of time. When you have some issues sometimes with the orchestration of how your response to stress works, part of which is adrenal function, sometimes you get um, reduced adrenal hormone release where they where it should be stronger so those that's when you feel weak and tired and overwhelmed or sometimes you get a disproportionate release of of like your you know your norepinephrines and all those kinds of things and adrenalines and noradrenalines you get those released and that's when you feel all twitchy and skittery and the butterflies in your stomach and can't sleep so you know it's gosh you know i this is an overused word but doesn't it always just come back to balance yes that you know, if you've got everything mm-hmm. working in balance, you're going to feel you're going to feel a heck of a lot better. You're going to feel stronger. You're going to be more able to face whatever life throws your way and dust off your shoulders and keep going. So let's talk about ashwagandha. I, ashwagandha in many parts of the world is a go-to and a very, very much in the in the limelight um, Ayurvedic herb. Uh, many parts of the world are still learning about it. Many people here are hearing about it for the very, very first time. I love This is one of my favorites. Oh, I love it, too. For those of you who don't know about Ayurveda, there's two systems of medicine in the world that are thousands of years old that are still have been in continual practice for thousands of years. And they argue over who's the oldest. And one is traditional Chinese medicine, and the other is Ayurveda. Um, so, I mean, these are systems of medicine and continual practice, still in practice today, legitimate systems 
that have had thousands of years of experience with refining how they use herbs to treat different issues. Now, ashwagandha is one of the superstars of the Ayurvedic world, and its technical name, its botanical name is Withania somnifera, and ashwagandha means, the word means, smells like a horse. And you might think, ooh, this must be a pretty smelly herb. (laughs) But no, what they mean by that is more like essence of the horse, that ashwagandha is something that helps you be filled with vitality, filled with stamina, filled with strength. So when they called it smells like a horse, they meant more essence of the horse versus how it actually smells. This has been used for thousands of years, and recently science has validated its use by finding out that uh, ashwagandha has these compounds in it called withanolides, and withanolides have been shown to help with stress management, improving energy and stamina. They're slightly anti-inflammatory. They're beneficial for anxiety and depression. They've even been shown to balance cortisol levels and help with blood sugar levels, which is something that people that have um, a lot of stress in their lives sometimes struggle with their blood sugars as well. So we, we see that modern research studies have even explored such wide ranging roles for ashwagandha as schizophrenia, uh, sleep problems, sleep disorders, uh, mild cognitive impairment, which is the precursor dementia syndrome to full on dementia, um, even problems with the thyroid gland. So when we look at ashwagandha, it really does have some amazing capabilities in helping individuals uh, to be resilient in the face of stressors, whether those are physical or psychological stressors. Now, the form of ashwagandha we use is called EP35, <clears throat> and that stands for 35% with analyte. When you look at you know traditional or regular extraction processes and how the withanolides are measured and standardized, Uh, you're not going to find any other ashwagandha that comes even close to this level. In fact, most ashwagandha products are standardized to about 5% um, with analytes. Ours is standardized to uh, 35%, which makes it seven times stronger. It has been used in published human clinical studies. One was on stress relief. They looked at healthy individuals who did not have a diagnosed anxiety disorder, but who reported high levels of stress. So these are people who did not have a disorder, but had high levels of stress. They used this product for two months. They saw incredible reductions in things like cortisol production, which is a hormone that your adrenal glands make in response to stress that can, if you make too much of it, too, you know, if, you, if it's just right, it, inc- it helps you with strength and stamina. But if you make too much of it, it can set you up for problems with anxiety, with type 2 diabetes, with abnormal blood sugar levels, with too much cortisol. So they saw a 23% reduction in cortisol, which is amazing, and a 30 to 40% reduction in depression and anxiety scores. Now remember, these people were not clinically depressed, nor did they have a clinical anxiety diagnosis. So getting a 30 to 40% reduction on those items of their self-rating about their stress is is really amazing. Um, It also has been shown to help with um, a hormone called DHEAS, um, DHEA, the sulfated form, an 18% increase. And that's important because this is a hormone that plays a role in a lot of different balancing activities in the body, but it's also a chameleon that can convert into other hormones as we need them. And also deficiencies in DHEA are a huge risk for different kinds of cancer. So having improvements in that single parameter is really important. 
They also found that they helps to reduce fatigue in shift workers. That was another human study. And they showed that, um, you know, when you work traditional shifts, night shift or something, sometimes there's a lot of issues with fatigue. They saw almost a 13% reduction in fatigue even when people were stressed by working these odd shifts. Um, Now, this is not a sleep product, but it is a sleep product because if you are not resilient and responding to stress the way your body should, you will perhaps sleep eight or nine hours at night, but you will not wake up rested because you don't travel through the different stages of sleep. And the deepest stages of sleep are those which are reparative and restorative, and I can't emphasize that enough. If I took two identical twins and their legs were broken exactly the same way and one of them stayed in stage one and stage two and a little bit in stage three all night long because they were stressed and because they didn't get into the deepest stages, they are not going to heal as quickly as the person who spends optimal amounts of time in stage four sleep. Mm -hmm. So that's why when you are injured or when you get sick, sometimes you feel super sleepy. It's because your body's telling you, hey, get me into stage four so that I can start doing some repair work. So these folks used this specific product, our ashwagandha, that EP35, for six weeks and saw a whopping. They took it in the evening, around the time of the evening meal, so it's not like you take it and fall asleep. But by helping to balance some of those uh, issues internally, they saw a 72% improvement in sleep quality. That's huge. That's just huge. Um, Also, when we are in stage four sleep, we make our body's human growth hormone, and that is, there's... I think it's a candidate for one of those fountain of youth compounds in our body. If you don't have enough human growth hormone, you're going to age more rapidly. You're not going to repair your body as well. You're not going to respond as well to damage and illness. So we want to have lots of healthy human growth hormone made. Uh, If you are not getting optimal stage 4 sleep, you're not going to make it. So uh, I think that I want to be careful and not call it a sleep product because you also use this in the daytime as well. But because it does not make you sleepy, but when it's time to go to sleep, it allows your body to have a more normal, healthy, powerful sleep cycle. Now, is it something we use when we need, or is it something we use all the time? And can we use it all the time because we know our lifestyle? <laughs> well, <laughs> I personally, I personally use it all the time because I really like ashwagandha, and I tend to be wound a little tightly. And that's not always a bad thing, but sometimes, you know, sometimes I get myself worked up over things I don't need to get myself worked up over. Sometimes I get that butterfly feeling in my stomach over things that are just not that important. Um, I have trouble with filtering. Little things sometimes seem as important to me as big things. So I love using this product because it just keeps me in a place where I'm highly responsive, but I'm I'm not stressing over little details that really aren't that important. Um... So I I personally use it every day. You can use this periodically if you are going through a period of time. Let's say that you know that your sleep is really disordered or you are recovering from an illness and you're just not quite back on your feet again. This could be part of a protocol to help with that. But for other people, it's, it's it's all right to use it as an ongoing intervention. Okay, so here's my question also. Let's say that you are someone, before we go into andrographis, and I know we need to, mm-hmm. real quick question. If you are on a benzodiazepine, your your doctor has got you on Xanax or Ativan or some kind of those prescription drugs uh, because you are wound tighter than a, than a clock, and, yeah. um, and you decide you wanted to use ashwagandha, 
I always talk to tell people to share things with their doctor, of course. Um, but what do you suggest? Well, uh, first, I, I want to say that I understand people's desire to no longer use pharmaceutical medications if they don't have to because there's some pretty dreadful side effects, especially with long-term use of that whole family of drugs, the Xanax, the Ativans, the benzodiazepines like your Valiums and your Libriums and such, aside from abuse potential. So I understand that feeling, but please never, never just go off on your own because the sudden withdrawal, the sudden cessation of those drugs can cause some horrible, scary things. Like, for example, uh, people who don't taper off of Xanax under their doctor's supervision have been known to have a seizure. Uh, that's pretty scary to me. I don't want, you know, what if you're behind the wheel when that happens or walking across the street when that happens? So, you know, there's some scary things that can happen. So please, please, please don't just throw your pills in the garbage. Please talk to your doctors and say you want to try something different. Now, for long-term use, I love the ashwagandha EP35. I think it's fantastic for better sleep, improved mood, etc. The product, though, that, ha- that I would always put with it for people who have a prescription level anxiety disorder would be our Anxiocalm because Anxiocalm is targeting the cannabinoid receptors in the brain that are specific to the experience of a generalized anxiety disorder. So you use these two together and the sky's the limit. They work so beautifully. Um, so Anxiocalm is a set of cannabinoids that are extracted from echinacea. They are not found in hemp. I know when we talk cannabinoids, people think right away hemp or marijuana. So these, they're, they're different in different plants, and there's more plants than just hemp that contain cannabinoids, and one of them is surprisingly echinacea. And they have found that this set of cannabinoids are highly specific to those brain receptors that have to do with that sense of being overwhelmed, of being too stressed, of not feeling that you can cope, or you're just almost at the breaking point. So I think using these two together, one that's highly specific to brain activity related to anxiety and the other that helps your body remain more resilient and relaxed in the face of physical and psychological stressors is a fantastic one-two punch. How does endographis really differ from ashwagandha? And if you had one in each hand, obviously I, I love the blend and I know I'm so glad you have that, but let's say you're deciding between ashwagandha and endographis and you're going back and forth in your own head. Obviously your labels are really easy to understand, so they're pretty explanatory. But how do you decide? Am I an ashwagandha person? Am I an endographis <laughs> person? Am I a mess? I need them both because I like them both. Um, but if you had to decide, let's say you're only choosing one of them individual. How do you do that? Well, I'm a both person. Me too. <laughs> but I get, a, I get a, you know, I get a discount, so I, I don't know. But I love both <laughs> of these products. But I don't know that there's an easy line because they are both adaptogens. So they are both working via certain mechanisms in your body to help you respond more resiliently and more powerfully when you are faced with any kind of stressor. I would say ashwagandha is a little more calming. It has more influence on mood. It has more influence on sleep. So does it have some fantastic, maybe it's got some immune system activity or hormonal balancing activity, some cortisol reduction, amen, hallelujah, yes it does. But I think the person who wants ashwagandha may be struggling with keeping a good mood in the face of stress or people who are feeling a little bit more overwhelmed, people who are waking up and they're not rested after they're sleeping. I think that ashwagandha leans that way. And if you've tried ashwagandha, I hate to sound like a salesperson, but this is absolutely true. I had tried ashwagandha before and I didn't think it did very much for me. And then when we um, were able to uh, develop a product that had seven times the amount of withanolides, 
it, the difference was night and day for me. So if you've not had good ashwagandha experiences in the in the past, please try this new one because it truly is much more powerful. Uh, but andrographis leans a little bit more towards immune system function. Uh, it also, it, it doesn't do as much with mood. It is not implicated as for helping with sleep or taking it down a notch. Uh, it is very active with the immune system. It is also my one of my go-to herbs for liver dysfunction. You know, we are awash in a sea of liver problems, and a lot of it is because of our SAD, spells out SAD, Standard American Diet, uh, some of the toxins that we come into contact with, our inactivity, the obesity epidemic, you name it, we have set up a perfect storm to create a lot of liver issues, including non-alcoholic fatty liver disease. And there's just, you know, andrographis, uh, putting together andrographis and uh, curamed, uh, specifically for people that are struggling with liver, is just fantastic. So andrographis leans, as I said, a little bit more towards uh, liver issues and immune system activities. It's a little bit better with immune system activity. Um, it is a little bit more antiviral, antibacterial. So there's also a, a couple of studies that have been done recently. Now, they're cell culture studies, but I find them really exciting uh, on andrographis and cancer. And one of the issues, especially with colon cancer, is that people develop cancer cells that are resistant to the chemotherapy that's used. And so they did some cellular studies combining the andrographis with the chemotherapy, which is called 5-FU, 5-fluorouracil, and found that the combination was so much more effective that there's somehow andrographis helps reduce the ability of the cancer cells to develop resistance. So I think that's a new area that we're going to see more and more, you know, interest in. A lot of people know andrographis and strength and stamina and immune system, but they aren't as familiar with andrographis and cancer. So I think that this is a, that, that we're just going to see more and more studies that illustrate its anti-cancer activity. So that's why I take both, as I think these are both amazing herbs. And they are, as I said, I get a discount, so I maybe I, you know, I, I take a lot of our products. But, um, you know, I think that there's enough difference between the two of them. Yes, there's a little overlap, but there's enough difference that when you use them together, you are addressing a wider spectrum of need in your body than by using either one alone. As I as I think about these things, I think to myself, you know, I love them both separately. I think that's wonderful. But if you're looking at the blended combination, you know, you're going to hit a lot more things. You're going to hit immunity. You're going to hit the liver. You're going to hit uh, stress balancing. We're going to hit cortisol. We're going to feel better. We're going to be more rested. We're going to, it seems like it's just a match made in heaven. Oh, it sure is. And um, and that's why we came out with a combination. We know that there's individuals who are going to want one or the other. So that's why we have the, you know, the Andrographis EP80, the extra strength. And then we also have the Ashwagandha, the EP35, that's seven times stronger. But when you put them together, as I said, you just as you said, if you're going to have more widespread results with this. In fact, there was one clinical study where researchers used our combination of andrographis and ashwagandha to see if it would help with people whose thinking isn't quite as sharp as it used to be. They called that MCI or mild cognitive impairment. So these are people that are starting to have memory problems more than just can't think of the name of your next door neighbor or you know what I mean or can't find your car keys. We're talking about people that are really starting to have some uh, disruption in their regular daily activities because their brain isn't working quite as well as it was. And they 
they did this uh, just to only a four-week study, and they used two different measures to see results. One was called the D2 test for cognitive attention, and this is a pen and paper test where you, you have to circle um, you have to circle changes in the document. They call it the D2 test because you have to hunt for all the D2s. And some of them are, you know, they, so it's sort of like a hunt and search puzzle. So you have to find them and circle them and how many can you find and how many mistakes do you make. And they also did something called an EEG, electroencephalogram. Now this is a non-invasive brainwave test where they glue the little electrodes to your scalp. You may have had it yourself or you might have seen it on TV, mm -hmm. but they, they attach these little electrodes to detect brain activity. And different kinds of waves and spikes in our brain activity indicate different kinds of things that are going on in our brain. And what they found is that when they are, that when these uh, people, well, first, if you have mild cognitive impairment, that's really stressful. Can you imagine that you, you know, can't remember where you parked your car or can't remember this, can't remember that all day long or have trouble processing, like you're, you're out in a restaurant and you're, you're having trouble calculating what the tip should be? You know, just a little constant stress or stressors all day long. So these people generally end up with some anxiety issues along with cognitive dysfunction. So what they found is was a dramatic increase in calm, relaxation, and focus according to the brainwave patterns that were detected by the EEG. And also, remember I said that little test they had to do? Mm -hmm. After only two weeks of use, they didn't even have to go the full four weeks of the study, they saw significant improvements in the ability to focus and detect errors that they needed to circle. So an improvement in cognitive function as well. So while we talk a lot about these, you know, we're just coming out, praise God and please, uh, the other end of the epidemic that we've all been struggling with for so long, uh, that we've started to see some light at the end of the tunnel. But yes, indeed, both of these have been used and used dramatically to help support our immune system, increase antiviral activity. Um, you know, that's what they've been used for. But there's so much more that we can use these for, like this combination for people that are just starting to have some thinking issues to help stabilize that or maybe even reverse that a little bit. Um, I think that that really bodes well because once you develop MCI, it's generally a downhill trajectory. It's not like it's going to spontaneously improve on its own. So putting something on board that can slow the progression, please maybe even stop the progression or reverse it a little bit, is a godsend. So as I said, so many different ways that we can use these amazing botanicals, these fantastic adaptogens, to help with everything from brain dysfunction, memory problems associated with aging, to cancer care and chemo resistance and cancer treatments, to you know antiviral, antibacterial, and immune system activity, to with andrographis specifically, all kinds of liver problems that generally improve when you add andrographis to the regimen, uh, problems with sleep quality that ashwagandha is been proven to help individuals with quality of sleep so they wake up more rested and spend more time in stage four sleep so that they um, have the maximum amount of human growth hormone production. Uh, the list just goes on and on. I, I, as I said, you asked before, should you take these every day or should you just take them as needed? Of course you can take them as needed and they'll be beneficial, but quite honestly, I think that these are useful herbs to incorporate into your daily regimen every single day. Well, let me throw this question at you. Obviously, in many parts of the world, I mean, places like India, you know, these things are very, very common. They're used on all age brackets. Mm -hmm. um, 
when would we consider using them here? Um, do we recommend them to teenagers? Do we recommend them to young adults? Um, you know, where's the mindset on that? Because, you know, kids today are, are not the kids that were when I was a kid and you as a kid. I mean, these kids right. are, I saw a friend of mine the other day, she has an 11 to 12 year old. They're like 5'11 and 6'1. And I'm like, who, what are you feeding these kids? I know it's, it's a little bit scary, isn't it? They're big. Um, yeah. Um, and very mature and, and young ladies are entering puberty earlier and earlier, uh, which is true. doesn't have the best, uh, it's not a very good reflection on the hormonal exposure in our world. But um, in any event, yes, absolutely kids can use these products. Young teenagers can use this product, especially ashwagandha EP35, because it's very powerful. It's not a sedative. It's not habit-forming. It has lots of benefits. But a lot of kids have disrupted sleep, sleep cycles, and, and this can be really useful. Now, that and turning their, either turning their screens off at night or turning them to red spectrum only to help, you know, because we're seeing a lot of sleep interference because of light exposure and melatonin depletion. But so, number one, get those screens turned off before bed or switch them to red mode so that you don't have as much disruption of melatonin. And using the ashwagandha ongoing uh, will help restore healthier sleep patterns, and as, along with helping kids remain more resilient in the face of their own stressors. Um, Andrographis, as I said, a little bit stronger in the immune and cancer realm. Some kids need that. And what's really sad is, you know, when I graduated from college, I never saw a case of non-alcoholic fatty liver disease. I saw cirrhosis of the liver that was related to drug use or um, alcoholism. I saw, you know, other kinds of liver damage that was viral in nature. But, but I, it was probably 10 years before I saw a case of what they call NAFLD. And now... If I talk to 10 people over the age of 40, if they've had any studies of late, uh, probably half of them are telling me, well, yeah, I have fatty liver changes, or my doctor says I had NAFLD. And we're starting to see it happen younger and younger and younger. So especially in obese and overweight teenagers, we're starting to see fat deposition in the liver. That does not bode well. We want these kids to leave, live to 112 and be healthy while they're doing it. And if you start out getting the type of liver dysfunction associated with type 2 diabetes and obesity uh, at 17 instead of other people that are maybe developed that problem at 75, um, that does not bode well for your long-term health. So, yes, absolutely, you could use these products. You know, I, do you ever feel that you have to go off of them? You know, like cycle them? See, I've been taking ashwagandha for such a long time. I mean, it's just become part of my daily routine and I have times when I even take more because things are, are up in the air and crazy and and I've taken more but I never really thought you had to cycle it or break a break well you know there are herbs that you should take a break true, from true and they and they and it you know there's there's no hard and fast rule and there's no ultimate opinion or ultimate resource that tells you exactly when to take the break and how to take the break. But usually the kinds of herbs you have to take break from are stimulating herbs. Like, for example, echinacea. You're probably not going to get the best benefits from echinacea if you take it every single day of your life because it's constantly calling out the troops. And eventually, just like the little boy who cried wolf, eventually your immune system goes, oh, that's just echinacea yelling at me again. I'm not going to respond. So, you know, a lot of herbalists and herbal medical practitioners say, you know, maybe you take echinacea during the week and you go off on the weekend or, 
you take it for a month or two and then you go off it for a week. You know, so there's, you know, that your body can return to responsiveness. Um, ginseng is a little bit that way too. You know, we have that wonderful HRG80, um, hydroponically grown red ginseng that's really powerful stuff. Uh, that's another one that a lot of practitioners say, you know, figure out a schedule but do take some time off from it occasionally. Now, I have not heard that as much about ashwagandha and andrographis, and I think it may be because they're not exactly as stimulating as some of the other herbs that you do take a break from. Mm. I don't know. Have you heard anything different, Mm-mm. Jeff? I haven't. I, I No, I haven't. And, um, and and I think the wonderful reason I like these these formulas is they're stronger, which means okay. people get results faster, which allows people to see a difference quicker which keeps them motivated because, you know, let's just face it, human nature today, um, we want it fixed by tomorrow, even though it took us 10 years to get here. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you know um, yeah, I, I, I think that these are things that can be used ongoing um, mm-hmm. for most individuals, depending upon how you're using them and why you're using them. Um, there's also, with the andrographis specifically, because I mentioned before it has some really potent antiviral activity. I forgot to mention that cold source, that herpes simplex virus 1. Mm-hmm. Um, they're finding that the andrographolides and andrographis can be really good at suppressing that activity. So if you're a person that's prone to cold source, especially for fever blisters or whatever you call them, especially, you know, how you get, you know, the bride that's getting married that's under all that stress, what does she do? She gets a big cold sore day before a wedding, right? Oh, yeah. Stress brings on cold sores. This might be something you want to be on ongoing. Um, and it also, um, there's also been some interesting antibacterial research uh, on andrographis. So if you're a person that's prone to bacterial infections, especially skin bacteria, like uh, folks who get boils or folks who get, you know, different kinds of skin lesions because of staph aureus or they're prone to those kinds of infections, that might be a useful thing to have on board every day as well. Um, One quick question before I let you go, because the hour is over already. Um, With food, without food? Um, Well, I usually like, there's no need to take it either with food or an empty stomach. However, I generally like to take supplements with food for two reasons. Number one is it helps people remember to take them. Mm -hmm. If you take them, if you associate them with your meal, uh, that's what I do at home. If it's dinner, I'm looking for my little pill box that's got all my supplements in it because it's time, It's dinner time and it's time to eat, and it's also time to take my supplements. Got it. The second reason is because sometimes there are factors in food that help boost absorption just a little bit. You know, not dramatically, but just a little bit. And I'm from the Midwest, so I'm cheap. So I want ever, I want big bang for my buck. So if I can get another 1% or 2% absorption because I take it with food, then by golly, I'm going to do it. That doesn't mean that if you are needing to take one of these products and you're not at the present time eating a meal, that it's unsafe to take on an empty stomach. It's just I kind of prefer to do it with. Well, that's perfect. Cheryl, thank you so much. I, I always get so excited when you're here. Thank you so much for being here, and uh, I hope you enjoy your holiday weekend and uh, enjoy your family and keep all these great products coming and keep the education going because we need you. Thank you so much, and thank you for all you do for getting this quality information out to folks so that they realize that there's real supplements that can make a huge difference in their lives, take better charge of their health. Be well, my friend. My guest today, Cheryl Myers. Isn't she awesome?
I told you. Um, she brings great information. She just makes it easy to understand and so enjoyable that you just want to try things. You know, she, she makes things really, really well-focused and, and it fits them into the routines of, of most of us today. And I think that really helps. Head over to Stay Healthy Health Food Store. Check out the ashwagandha. Check out the andrographis. Check out the blended combination of both of them from Terry Naturally. Of course, check out the full line of products. Everyday low priced at Stay Healthy Health Food Store. Uh, you'll enjoy them. Stay Healthy, Las Vegas's oldest independent health food retailer in their fourth decade in the Las Vegas Valley. Um, they are doing it right every single day. They make sure that they're up to date, that they're studying, that they're, they have the most relevant information. You can get your questions answered. You can have a dialogue and a conversation and walk out feeling good that you were able to finally get those questions answered and you're able to feel really great about creating awesome relationships with people that are in the industry. You will look at them as your go-to folks, I guarantee you. You'll find them at 840 South Rancho Drive in the Rancho Town and Country Center on the northwest corner of Rancho and Charleston, right next to Smith's. Visit them Monday through Saturday, 9 to 5. They're closed on Sunday. They will be closed this upcoming Monday for the holiday, but they'll be back in on Tuesday. Check out all the great changes at the store. Don't forget to ask for a, an enter slip to enter the drawing that they have. Just say, I want to enter and win. They have drawings every month. They're awesome drawings on really cool things, baskets and all kinds of fun stuff so definitely when you go there tell them you want to enter the drawing uh, and on top of that give them a call at 877-2494-877-2494 you can schedule curbside service mail order services you can even say i really need this stuff to be ready and they'll have it ready for you, you could swoop in and pick it up or come in and enjoy uh, all the wonderful changes at the store and see what they've done there. They've really put a, an, are putting a new face on the store and it's a real pleasant uh, environment. And then you get them in person as well. So it's just always a win-win situation at Stay Healthy Health Food Store. Go to their webpage, stayhealthylasvegas.com. Print a coupon to use on your next visit at the store. Enter your email address for newsletters and updated information. And listen to any of the radio show broadcasts that are always on demand. I hope everybody has a great day. Have a great weekend. Enjoy your holiday. We're finally starting to come back a little bit and enjoy our lives a little bit more. Enjoy it. Do safe things if it's necessary. But on top of that, just enjoy. Remember to hydrate and take great care of yourselves. Be well, everyone. God bless. Thank you for tuning in to the Staying Healthy Radio Show. Remember to tune in Monday through Friday, 8 to 9 a.m. for the most up-to-date, relevant information on your health with the best guest in the industry, helping all of us to get healthy, be healthy, and stay healthy. For your convenience, podcasts of the show are now available at my website, drjeffreyburke.com. Simply click on the archive icon to make available on-demand podcast downloads. Make sure to visit Stay Healthy Health Food Store for all your nutrition needs. Stay Healthy provides reliable, responsible, relevant service every single day. I look forward to talking with all of you soon.